Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Evie Bolaños in San Francisco. After nearly 150 days on strike, a tentative deal has been reached between Hollywood writers and studios. This proposed three-year deal would boost pay rates and residuals from streaming shows and also introduce new rules on the use of artificial intelligence. Mark Blutman is a longtime writer and producer and member of the Writers Guild of America. He spoke to the L.A. Times. But this truly, for somebody like me that's been doing this for 33 years and has a great pension, and I'm able, when I'm ready to walk away, to walk away comfortably, this one really was for the future storytellers so that they can enter this business and have a 10, 20, 30-year career like I did. In a statement, the WGA called the tentative agreement an exceptional one with meaningful gains and protections. The deal still needs to be ratified by the WGA's 11,000 members. It's unclear if Hollywood studios will now sit down with actors who remain on strike. In other labor news, United Auto Workers are expected back on the picket line at two parts distribution centers in Southern California. UAW workers are asking for 36 percent raises over four years, along with a better benefits package. This worker spoke to Fox 11 outside the Ontario distribution facility. What we're asking for essentially is Everything that we gave up during the bankruptcies, we gave up pensions, we gave up raises, we gave up our COLA, which is cost of living. We're asking for them to be fair when the CEO is making millions. Workers are also on strike at a facility in Rancho Cucamonga in San Bernardino County. The UAW strike has now extended to 20 states. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. 
And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Shasta County is dealing with major staffing shortages across county departments. Those shortages have forced an entire floor of the county jail to remain closed for over a year. Jefferson Public Radio's Roman Battaglia reports some are citing low pay, while others say the political dysfunction at the county level is driving people away. Looking for a job in Shasta County? You could try the county government. They've got hundreds of vacant positions across county departments. But looking closer at the pay or the political situation in the county, it quickly becomes clear why few people are filling those seats. Quiet from You're the, the floor. Problem. You're the problem. Dude. Hey. The clown running the circus. This is what the- That's just a small slice of a county board meeting in August. The right-wing majority on the Board of Supervisors has attracted extremists who regularly bring chaos to the meetings. Last year, the board voted to fire the county's public health officer, a position that remains unfilled. County Supervisor Mary Rickert says since then, it's been a revolving door for leadership in the county. Our new CEO has been here six weeks, and I try to speak with him every day to give him some background as to weigh kind of the the history of, of every issue, because it's very difficult for him. He doesn't have the staff to even fill him in on what happened because there's been such a high turnover. Rickert says there's been a loss of institutional knowledge. According to Benjamin Noane, the chaos at the top trickles down the ranks, leaving managers and eventually low-level workers to seek new jobs. Noane is a staff services analyst for Shasta County's Health and Human Services Department. I've been here for 10 years, and I would say for eight of those 10 years, most of the people I worked with, you know, they weren't going in and out of the agency this quickly. Like this last year, to me, feels like a decade's worth of departures. Noane isn't alone. Others who've worked for the county have noticed the dramatic rise in resignations. Jeff Gorder was the county's public defender until 2018. He says there were always staffing difficulties at the lower levels, but nothing like what's happening now. There's just a lot of anxiety out there about, oh, am I going to lose my job? What could be next? I don't think that was in existence back when I was working for the county. Since retiring, Gorder has now stepped into a new role. He's one of the leading figures behind the effort to recall County Supervisor Kevin Cry. Cry is facing a recall after just taking office at the beginning of this year. He promised to uh, be fiscally responsible. He promised to be prioritize public safety and homelessness, etc. It all sounded good, so give him a chance. And then, you know, he just did a 180 on what his promises were. Cry declined multiple requests for an interview. There isn't a more visible example of the impacts of the staffing shortage than the closure of an entire floor of the county jail. Sheriff Michael Johnson says he decided to close the third floor of the jail more than a year ago. What was going on prior to the closure of that floor is our staff in the jail, they were being forced to work uh, overtime, mandatory overtime. So they were working six and seven days a week and not getting their time off. 
When Johnson became sheriff two years ago, staffing levels across the department were low. He's been able to bring in staff everywhere except the jail, where there are still at least 25 vacant positions. Low pay is also an issue for the jail. Johnson says their wage is the same as other nearby jobs, ones that might offer other benefits. For instance, a tree trimmer or retail or something. And the other jobs that they can do for the same pay are Monday through Friday, not shift work, weekends, holidays off, and make the same amount of money. So why would they stay in the jail? Johnson has a plan to reopen the jail floor, but it'll be impossible to execute if nobody wants to apply for the jobs. He believes the supervisors are willing and committed to opening the third floor. County Supervisor Tim Garman says politics are getting in the way of attracting new workers. You have people that may want to come to work here or thought about coming to work here, but it's not very stable at the top. So why would you want to go put your name in for a job where somewhere where it's not very stable? Garman says the right-wing majority of county supervisors have been irresponsibly spending money on wasteful projects, like trying to get rid of voting machines and count ballots by hand. Some county workers, like Amber Keegan, who spoke at a meeting in May, say the board majority needs to care more about their employees. My income qualifies me to receive food stamps, and I've been in this job for five years. Keegan's job? Helping people apply for the same food assistance programs. Garmin and Rickert both say that political change is what can realistically turn the tides and bring the county back to focusing on its people. In the next year, at least three of the county supervisor's seats will be up for election. For The California Report, I'm Roma Vitalia in Reading. And that's The California Report for Monday, September 25th, where production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. Hint, fruit-infused water with no sugar or diet sweeteners with more than 25 flavors including watermelon and pineapple in stores or delivered from hintwater.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute, advancing the frontiers of ocean science, exploration, and discovery on the web at schmidtocean.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randal Delfettah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. 